Hi, I'm Bryce Kirk, Councilman for the Fort Peckison Wooden Sioux Tribes on the Fort Peck Indian Reservation. I'd like to thank the committee, uh, Vice Chair Murkowski, um, for allowing me to testify on fentanyl in our communities. I'll start off with a story of, uh, you know, a couple brothers that I had that I've lost because of fentanyl that leave behind both entail six kids, a wife, two wives, and continued kids that continue to lose their parents. When I was coming in the door, I remember a young lady that I coached in eighth grade and seventh and eighth grade in basketball. And right now she's a ninth grader addicted to fentanyl right now today. As we continue to be here and as we continue to sit here, fentanyl has no boundaries. It affects men, women, children, and the elderly from all walks of life. People deal drugs, including the Suboxone, to pay for their own habits to deal who will buy to feed their habits. Our people can go to Spokane with $1,000 and bring 1,000 pills back and make $120,000 off of those pills. This is destroying families. We have higher crime rates and increased violence, rapes, murders, kidnappings. Suicide remains a large leading cause of our people. Where did we get that it's okay for people to continue to lose their loved ones walking in front of trains, that it's just okay for them to deal with the pain that they have dealt with their whole lives and stuffing it down with drugs, deadly drugs, just to feed the pain that they feel growing up, the abuse sexually, physically, emotionally, abuse that no kid, no person should ever go through. I myself am a recovered addict, been clean and sober 11 years, and now elected to our tribal council to be able to lead our people and fight for our people. While the crisis is daunting, it is not hopeless. I'm, you know, I'm there with them, but a mentor also. Before I got on the council, I had a business that actually helped people come off the streets that were just like myself to reach down and start reaching our people that we have an obligation. And that in the end of our swearing in ceremony, we say, so help me God. As you guys take an oath, we take an oath too. This ain't just a red, a blue issue. This issue is everybody. It contains our kids. We in Fort Peck have lost a generation of kids right now. And we got grandkids taking care of great grand. We got grandparents taking care of great grandchildren because the grandchildren that they were taking care of are now lost in the addictions that we face today. What we need is more law enforcement. We need. We don't need doors slammed in our face when we try to reach out to our federal partners. We need them opened. We need to be able to work together with information that they have with people coming onto our reservation. We need more mental and behavioral health. You know, one of the biggest things is, you know, there's always talk about funding. There can never be enough funding to catch up where we're at. 
And it's sad to say that it's going to get worse before it gets better. Without the help of federal governments and, and Congress and, and acts that we need on reservations to be able to help support our people, we need the direct funding to come to our tribes, to come to our reservations, to where we know what it takes. Us as leaders, we know what, what our people need. We know traditional ways that that our people need to go to. Need We could lead our people there. We need jobs and training for our people. We need more housing. We need more community facilities. One of the biggest things in conclusion is my wife and I are a testament to this here. And no matter what happens, we as Indian people are resilient and will continue to come out of this as we always have. But we need additional support from all parts of the federal government. And we need federal agencies to be true partners with us in this effort. We don't need bureaucrats in D.C. telling us how to solve the problem. We already have the blueprint for how to solve the crisis in the way that is best for our communities, which is informed by our experiences on the ground and successes we have already achieved. What we need is support and tools to grow our efforts and start helping us reach the people that are already lost so that way we don't lose any more grandparents, grandchildren, moms, dads, kids, kids that haven't even graduated yet. And I thank you for the time. I thank you for everything, and hopefully we can move forward. Thank you. Thank you very much, Mr. Kirk. Uh, next, I am pleased to introduce and welcome online Dr. A. Alkahi. Austin Seabury, PhD, Executive Director and Licensed Clinical Psychologist, Iola Lahui Incorporated in Honolulu, Hawaii. Welcome, uh, Dr. Seabury. Uh, 